existing Sunday in ordinary time. And we have for this day our theme, Family of God, and the Kingdom of the Father. Family of God and the Kingdom of the Father. You know that when we see the Lord Jesus Christ and have placed our faith in Him, how that in the letter of St. Peter, it says that we are chosen generation, royal priesthood, holy nation, special people to God, whom He has taken out of darkness, bringing to the kingdom of the Son, kingdom of life. We are in the kingdom of God. We are now, as I've said last Wednesday, taken from uh, the letter of St. John, the revelation, how that God has made us for him a kingdom. So we know that we are a kingdom, we are part of the kingdom, those who we are a kingdom. But we can see in our gospel today how that the Lord would like to remind us of this truth. In the last verse that we read, verse uh, 43, it says, Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. The righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. How that in the end of the age, those who have faithfully committed to Him, those who have faithfully walked in the ways of our God, He says, we're going to shine forth, knowing that this glory that the Father has will also be made manifested to us. Even we become, again, a standard that God used to separate those who walk in wickedness and those who walk in righteousness. Today we hear the gospel concerning uh, the parable that there's actually this is already the explanation or the uh, profound uh, theory of our Lord Jesus Christ concerning the parable of tears. How that the disciples, after the Lord Jesus Christ, sent the multitude away, and they turned to the place where they stayed. The apostles would like to learn what is the meaning of the parable of tears. In verse 36, when Jesus sent the multitude away, and went into the house, his disciples came to him, explained to us the parable of the tares in the field. So he answered them and said, He who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is in the end of the age. The reapers are the angels. 
So Jesus says to uh, the disciples, "Few souls receive the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. You know them. Yeah, we see that he says that I, the Son of God, became the Son of Man. He says, I sow these good seeds to the world. But we know Satan also sowed his own seed. He also spread the bad seed, which is the tears. So the good seed and the bad seed grows together. But in uh, verse 24 through verse 30 of the same chapter is the parable of the tears. This is the explanation. In the, in the parable of this, Jesus says, while the Son of Man slept, the enemy came also to the field, which is not his, which does not belong to him, which belongs to others, but he also throws the bad seed, which is the tears. So I read uh, in the history for some commentary concerning this. This is actually happening in their time, the time of Jesus Christ. That others would sabotage the crops of others. They destroyed plantation of others, which is their common practice in their times. So later on, uh, the Romans passing here that this should be stopped. Anyone caught doing this would be brought to justice. All of this is a common practice that they did before. So we know that this gospel God allows us all to both experience the goodness, the grace, the mercy of our God. Because God allows the tears and the wheat to grow together. Because at first, when the wheat grows and the tears grows also both leaves they just, they just look the same you cannot distinguish the difference between the tears and with their leaves not until they become fruitful the fruitages is already being manifested that you would be able to distinguish the fruits, the grain, the 
with the color what? Yellow gold. So, uh, gold brown. But the tears, they're black. The color of the tears is black. And now you know the colors of each plant. Which is the tears which is now made. So that's why Jesus says, at the end of the age, waiting at the end of the age, waiting at the harvest time, that is the only time that the tares will be separated from the wheat. It is not during while they grow together. Because when you uproot the tares, you might also grow the wheat. Because when they grow together, roots begin at the point. And so, in this gospel, God is reminding us that in the end, at the harvest day, says here, at the end of the age, And the harvest will be the separation. Even those who are of the kingdom. Remember, uh, Jesus says in his parable, the seed was planted into the field, it's the world. Right? We are in the kingdom. But the world, which is the field which the Lord Jesus Christ sowed the good seed, and also Satan, the enemy, sowed the bad seed. But even in his kingdom, the kingdom of the Father, he says, there will still be a separation of those who walk in lawlessness and those who walk in righteousness. There will be a separation with the bad. There will be a separation with separation of the good from the tears. Even in the kingdom of God, God will still separate the lawless from the righteous. You can see that in our gospel today. This is why here we can see God is giving us so much time. God is giving us the ability to experience His grace, His mercy, His goodness, and His faithfulness. When we sin, God did not judge us automatically. God amongst us here once, when we make mistakes, when we sin, God will judge us automatically. No one. Right? We want mercy. We want grace. We want God's forgiveness. We want God's goodness. We don't want to be judged. Because that is God. 
think also would like for us to experience the fatherly care, fatherly love. How amongst us here, Father? Does our children make mistakes? They do. But we don't stop to love them. Though we discipline them, though we correct them, sometimes we punish them, but they may realize that that is the consequence of what they committed. Yes, there is forgiveness with God. There is mercy, there is grace with God. But this is sometimes we still experience the consequence of our act. God did not spare us from the consequence. He wanted us to experience the consequence of our act because from there we learn. We learn also how that God is a forgiving God, God is a gracious God, God is a merciful God. So that's why he allows both the tears and the wheat to grow together. Only at the end of the age, only at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will tell his angels, he will tell the reapers, now first take the tears away and burn it into the furnace of fire. When we say furnace of fire, it's not just what we burn during the campfire, but we have a bonfire. It's enough to burn it. But we know what he meant about the furnace of fire. He says, there will be wailing, and gnashing of teeth. If we put our finger at the top of this candle, which has fire, we will felt the heat. And we say, ouch. Still we bear it, right? We just say, ouch. It hurts. What about experiencing the lake of fire. Imagine swimming in the lake of fire. It's not just that little fire, but a sea of fire. It's no longer your finger burns, but the entire body is being burned. So there will be wailing national teeth. It says that. So for some, they would say, hell is not true. Hell is true. God created hell. But God did not create hell for his people, whom he created in the likeness, image, him. Hell was for those who have rebelled against him. 
for Satan and his followers. He made that for them. But there are those, I would say, who fight for the right to be there. Although we say that God is giving us such grace, such time, that we might be able to receive the grace of God not in vain. Just like what St. Paul says. Let us not receive the grace of God in vain. He wanted us not only to receive the kingdom, He wanted us also to walk in righteousness for Him. Because this will determine where we are going to be at the end of the age. This will determine what will be our future. Because he says, the end of the age, those who walk in righteousness will shine forth as the sun, the kingdom of the Father. He manifests his glory. He manifests that which is within him. The righteousness of God. Now in verse Verse 41, the Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness. In the earlier verse, we can see the separation of the pairs of the wheat. Now here, it says in verse 41, the Son of Man will send out his angels and they will gather out all his kingdom. Not of the field anymore, but he says of his kingdom. Those of his family, those of his redeemed. He says, he's going to take out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness. It's not just the tears anymore in the wind. Although God is giving each one the ability to change, to grow, the tears could be the wind. Transformed into a good seed. Being transformed to produce a good fruit. But do you think 
It is also possible that wheat turns into tears. Is it possible or not? It is possible. Many a time we hear we should always smite us. But there will be at the end of the age falling apart from the truth. There will be the falling apart of the truth. You cannot fall apart when you're not belong to that. You're not going to go away from that when you don't belong to that. First you have to enter in, then go out. Ascend to that place, then fall down. It is possible that the wind will also form the tears. And it is also possible for the tears to become wind. Become a good seed, and a good seed to become a bad seed. But all this we know is because of God's grace, God's mercy. He wanted us all to walk that same. For a good seed to continually become the good seed until the end. The bad seed, giving the time, the opportunity to change, to become the good seed that also God desires. That's why He allowed the good seed to grow together with the bad seed. That a good seed might influence the bad seed and bring them, change them, transform them, that they might become a good seed. Not the bad seed influencing the good seed to become the bad seed. That's why Jesus says, let your light so shine before men. But then we begin to see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. That's a good seed. Bringing illumination to those in darkness, the bad seed, which is their color is black. Changing them to golden brown, that they might become a good seed. Sometimes the problem with us is that we separate ourselves to the bad seed. Because we say, this is the problem that we have then when we are charismatic. When we mingle with the so-called unbelievers, those who are not of our church, not of our denomination, they are unbelievers. And we would always say, we are not equally yoke, we are unbelievers. Right? We can mingle with them. We can talk with them. But it's another thing. When we become one of them. 
that's becoming equally yoked with them. Remember when Jesus prayed, in his prayer, the Gospel of John, I prayed for the world. Do not take, do not remove these apostles, these people from the world, but give them such ability, give them such power to transform the world, to bring those who are in darkness into light. He didn't pray, God save them. Take them away. The world is bad. Look at around the, the things that are happening in the world right now. Things grow worse. But God says we are the light and salt of the world. We preserve the world. We bring light to the world. What will happen to the world if you think God will take this light and this salt out of the world? Imagine. So God is giving us such time. Not only us, but those we would say whom we are attached to, Communion, wherever we are, our work, school, whatever we do every day, chance for us to bring this light to the world. But others also might begin to experience the grace and mercy of God. Those who walk in lawlessness, those who walk against the ways and the principles of God, they may begin to see that the ways of the world, the ways of man, will not last, only the ways of God. It is not an accident that we are in the place wherever we are. As I have said last Wednesday, wherever we are, whatever we do, we are God's kingdom in that place. Because God placed us there that the kingdom might be manifested through us, with us. Because we are God's kingdom being present there. It is not us, ourselves. St. Paul says in Galatians, been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives. Christ lives in me. You are Christ's presence in that place. And where Christ the King is, there the kingdom also present. And there the grace, the mercy, the goodness, faithfulness of God is present. To whom? through us. We bring the grace of God there. We bring the mercy of God there, wherever we are. 
We don't represent ourselves. I don't represent myself wherever place I go. I want to represent Christ. I want to represent the kingdom. And that kingdom is a kingdom of grace, mercy, God, faithfulness, and goodness. Because we want to bring that to them. We are planted there. Isn't that what we read? The Son of Man planted a good seed. Yes, we know there is also present the bad seed. How will they know the truth? How will they know the mercy, the grace of our God? It is through us and with us. That's why we are there. God planted us there, being a good seed. That we might influence the bad seed and become the good seed. Not the bad seed influencing us to become the bad seed. At the end of the day, we can see here at the end of the age, when God will send the angels to reap the harvest, He first says, separate the wicked one, separate the lawless one, separate the disobedient. He says, throw them into the furnace of fire. Then he says, Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of the Father. The righteous will shine forth. This is God also allowing his glory to shine through us. Because it says in his presence there is no darkness at all. So what do you think you will experience when you are the presence of God? Remember Moses. When Moses was on the top of the mountain, speaking with God, and knowingly, he came down and speak to the people. People were afraid of him because his face was shining. He was receiving in himself the glory of God. He stayed in the presence of God. The glory of God is manifested, even reflected to Moses. That also will happen to us in this kingdom. God will allow us to shine brightly. So with this, God would like to remind us, yes, 
This is at the end day. At the end of the harvest. This will be what God called us to be. But let us choose to become part of this. What it says that in the kingdom of the Father, the righteous will shine sun. It is the day that we choose, not during that day when the reapers, the angels, are already being sent to the harvest. We always hear this quote. What we do today, the path that we choose to walk today, will determine the future your game to face. It is what we do today that our tomorrow also be manifested. What we choose to work today is righteousness, his ways, and his principles to walk in the other ways. It's our choice. Remember God always gives us that free will. It's not going to force us to choose. This side wanted us to have that free will because there also God will judge us. From there also, God will judge us, depending on our choice. But God is gracious and God is merciful. God is good. He even says, if it is difficult for you to choose between the good and the bad, the cursing and the blessing, the death and the life, God says, okay, this is an Solicited advice. Just like, just blessing them. She's the goodness of God. If it is hard for you to make a choice, I'll just give you a tip. Just like, just the blessing. Not a death, not a person. So it is our choice today. When we make our choice today, let us choose to obey the Father that we might also say that we say these words. We receive the grace of God, not we receive not the mercy of God. When that time of the harvest we will be those who will shine bright skin as the sun. So let us today ponder upon the truth. Yes, God is gracious and God is merciful, allowing us all to have time to experience that. Good seed to continually the good seed will produce 
Just like what the leper did. Put a little amount of leather. It will bring change to all God. That is what God wants us to do. That's why he didn't tell the angel to pull out the vaccine. Let them go together. Let them grow experience. My goodness, my mercy, my grace, my faithfulness. Let's all stand once again. Very